Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the savage podcast. Hey guys. Say hello, Daniel. Grandpa Daniel, should I say? Oh. <laughs> Guys, I have a story already. I'm going to roast Daniel just from the beginning of this podcast because this is basically turning into a roasting Daniel podcast. Yeah. And um, I hope you guys don't think I'm a bully, but um, I think people have I just become accustomed. these moments. People have just become accustomed to it though, Rose. I mean, everyone's just seeing the... I hope so. In the, in the footage, they're like, wow, we just watched an hour of Rose abusing Daniel. <laughs> Oh, this God. is the reality of our friendship. Yeah. Take it or leave it. <laughs> um, but basically what just happened, guys, is we started recording. No, we started chatting right before the recording. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like running around. I was trying to basically find my battery for my camera because I need to change my battery. Yeah. And I was like stood up. I wasn't like sat here. Okay. I was stood up and I was walking around. And Daniel, who I like to call Grandpa Daniel, goes... Mm-hmm. Rose, I don't think you're connected to the to the good mic. Yeah. <laughs> well, because Kate, okay, t- he's like he's like I can't really hear you. I can't really hear you properly. I don't think you're connected to the good mic. I'm like Daniel. It's probably because I'm walking around and I'm not sat in front of the camera. I mean, yes, <laughs> and the but, mic. But no, but but even okay, I get that. The, but part of the reason why I said it is even the sound that I was hearing from your voice, it just didn't sound like that smooth, yeah. sexy voice. That's that you because get from we're the not. I wasn't in front of the. I wasn't in front of the mic, Daniel. Oh, God damn. <laughs> when the, the, the reason why it sounds good is because you're in close proximity to the mic. And that is what <laughs> I like to call a Grandpa Daniel moment. Okay? okay. He doesn't understand that you have to be close to the mic to get the effects of the mic. <laughs> I do understand. It was just the way it came across. Uh, and It's like, it, Daniel, you know, I just love it because you're always like a cross between a 16-year-old girl <laughs> and a grandpa. And there's no in between. And it's just hilarious. Like that could have been a 16-year-old girl moment, but also it could have been a grandpa moment. True. And it was both at the same time. Yeah. Oh. Fantastic. I know. Thank you for bringing a little laughter to my day. I know. Well, you know, Rose, that's what I live for is to just, you know, (laughs) make your day a little brighter, bring you some laughter. You know, you can never, um, what's the word? You can never... No, you can always count on me to bring you some laughter when you're feeling real sad or down. You can yeah. call me up and I'll do something really stupid like that. And then you'll just start <laughs> laughing and be like, thanks, Daniel. Seriously, it, it just, uh, it brightens my day, Daniel. It brightens my day. Even, so thank you. You're, you're welcome, you know. And hopefully, <laughs> hopefully I'm also... Anyway, guys... I was going to say, hopefully I'm also bringing a little bit of joy to our listeners day as well with my moments of stupidity. Yes. (laughs) That's why I had to share that moment. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Sharing is caring, right? (sighs) Anyways. Okay. Okay. So like, what's up? My God, Daniel, how are you? Oh God. How are you? Let's talk about how we are. Oh oh God damn, Rose. What's been, what's been going on in the, in the life of cheap, lazy, vegan? Uh God damn. Uh, I asked you first. Okay, so I asked you first. A lot's been going down. Okay, it has been oh she busy at hell as hell at the Davies house. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm like, what did I do? Oh, um, so one of the things. So I'm getting 
in the process of moving out slowly and, you know, uh, always in the process, yeah, so it's a constant process guys. It's a, it's about a year in the process, yeah. but, um, um, but as part of that process, 33 years in the making, uh, <laughs> uh excuse me, Rose, not 33 excuse yet. So okay, you're not 33 yet. Exactly. 32 and a half years in the making. So anyway, um, so one of the things that we did is we, um, me and my parents, like, well, I went through a bunch of like stuff that we have downstairs and just like went through like all of my like old like DVDs and you oh. know, I just have so much. R- did you pick a place already to move Daniel? What's that? <laughs> um, I said, did you, did you pick a place already to move? I, <laughs> did you sign a lease? I have not signed a lease agreement yet. No. Oh, interesting. Um, it seems like you're doing things a, a little backwards. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't say it's backwards. Basically, I like went through the basement and like got rid of all of our stuff. Like we took, we went and did a huge trip to the Salvation Army. So we took like a bunch nice. of clothes and DVDs, things like that. And then also, this is a bit embarrassing, guys. Um, but I currently don't have a driver's license. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> which is another story of things uh, that you should not do. Have I said this? Have I told this? If you're feeling behind in life, <laughs> I hope this is cheering you up. <laughs> Rose, that's so mean. Oh my God, I'm so mean, you guys. You guys, I am joking. This is all in good fun. And there is a reason for the driver's license. There's yeah. no reason for the not moving out, but there is a reason yeah. for the driver's and I, license. And I don't think okay. I have I talked about it on the I don't know if I think I have talked about the podcast, but uh, you may have you may have shared it, but I think you yeah, should share it again so that people don't think you're a complete loser. Exactly. <laughs> They're like, what is wrong with Daniel? Um no, basically, um, when I was living in Europe and the UK, like you just don't really need to drive when you're over there. So like, I was like always using transit. Like you just literally like, even when you travel, I love yeah, it. You, I fucking hate driving. I, I love Europe. This is what I love too. And also it just makes the community so much nicer as well. Like, you know, mm-hmm. all of the people are like walking around and it makes everything more like lively. So I do miss that. But then coming to Canada, obviously in like a place like Calgary, unless you're living right downtown, like generally you have to drive. Um, and so I had stupidly let my license expire. So I was a license, fully licensed driver. I drove for like six six or seven years before I left Calgary um, to move to the UK. And then I just stopped driving for five years, six years. And I went to go renew it. So I, like, I brought my driver's license in and to renew it and everything. And basically they were like, oh, they, they were going to renew it. And they're like, oh shit. I was like, what? They're like, this has been over three years expired. So unfortunately you're going to have to redo all of the tests. And I was like, oh God, honestly, I know. I was like, all of them. They're like, yep. The written exam, the like everything. So I was just like, <laughs> Oh my God. So it's kind of annoying. So I had to do like my written exam. Mm-hmm. I did that a while ago. And then, Oh, and then on top of this, I wrote my written exam and I was like, Hey, I'm just going to take my driver's test right away. Well, not right away, but yeah. like I was going to practice a little bit just for a refresher with my parents. And then, uh, I went to go book my test <laughs> online and all of the like online, um, test centers in Calgary are like managed by the government now, I guess, or like the, um, the driving, driving test centers. I don't know what I'm trying to say. The registry. Thank you. (laughs) And, uh, basically there was no appointments for three months. Like it was fully booked for three months and then you couldn't do any bookings after that because they only booked three months in advance. Right. So I was like, it's, it's not even like I could book four months in advance. It was like everything was booked. Right. And I tried like drive um, registries outside of Calgary in small surrounding towns. Everything was booked. And I was like, oh my God, like this is ridiculous. So I kind of like, I tried a few times actually in the, in, in the following weeks and it was just always full. So I was kind of like, look, like I don't need my license right this second. I'll get it soon. But like, this is just mm-hmm. really, really freaking annoying. 
And then um, this weekend, I went practicing driving again, just like, well. (laughs) (laughs) Daniel texted me and he's like, I'm practicing driving with my parents today. (laughs) I really have like, I've regressed, okay? Oh my God, honest, it was so funny. And then I think it was right after you were like, oh yeah, so like. Uh, something about like living at home. Some like, I don't know. You said something. Yeah. And then right after that, you were like, yeah. And then I'm going to go driving with my parents. <laughs> I was like, oh, Daniel. like you said, just a little, you sweet, sweet child. <laughs> just like you said earlier in this podcast, Rose, I'm either my spirit animal of a 16 year old girl or I'm a grandpa. Well, you know, a lot of 16 year old girls have a driver's license. <laughs> That's so. true. <laughs> oh my God, Rose, you're so mean. Um, but you're right. Like, uh, just joking. It's, I'm, it's a very that okay. That is not your fault. I know. Okay? That, it's like really to be fair. If the if if I had already if the drive centers weren't so fully booked, I would have already taken the test, right? Like, so I, when did you were you able to book an exam? I was yes. So, oh, when is your exam, Daniel? I'm, I'm not going to reveal it on this podcast in case I fail. Oh. So- <laughs> <laughs> do you think you're gonna fail daniel i don't think so like i know how to drive i'm not like did you pass the first time when you first took the exam yeah yeah okay because like i'm a You'll be fine. i'm actually a good driver like if you remember like i was a good driver yeah, you're better than me for sure yeah that's true if one of us should have- i almost failed my driver's test i don't know how i passed it the first time mm-hmm. but like i almost failed it i remember really? the driver the 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 person was like after the test he was like i could fail you but or something like that. But he like let me pass because I did yeah. something stupid and I was like like literally on the cusp. But I yeah. I passed. Woo-hoo. And you were like, yay. Um, I know yeah. I did something really stupid. I remember when I was doing a parallel park and I was like really nervous because I was like with the instructor or the the person the examiner or whatever. And I'm yeah. I'm doing my like getting into my parallel park and I was in my parents' car and I accidentally like hit the windshield wipers. <gasps> And so like the windshield wipers started going, the back windshield wipers started going as I'm trying to like parallel park. And I was like freaking out. Cause I, I was like, Oh my God. So I just like left them going while I was parking. Right. And then I like had to obviously like try to shut them off. And I, I couldn't remember how to like, cause it wasn't my car. It was my parents. So I was like trying to turn yeah. off the like, and I was like, Oh my God, what the, and they passed you. <laughs> he said it was fine. He's like, well, you know, like it doesn't matter. I guess it's not like a, it's not like a mistake mistake. It's not like, exactly. You know, not, um, I think like I forgot to like, um, like shoulder check or something like that. It's pretty Like big. I made some like bad mistake. Yeah. <laughs> I, I heard there's some like automatic fails, like certain things that you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I heard one of them though is like if you parallel park and hit the curb, it's an automatic fail. Really? Yeah. But I can't remember. I don't know if that's necessarily true. I don't know. Yeah. There's certain automatic fails. Maybe shoulder check wasn't it because I feel like that would yeah. be an automatic fail. I don't know. No, um, I don't, but, I don't there's, think so. Yeah. There's certain things. I think there's certain things like if you don't stop properly at like a stop sign, that's yeah, an automatic fail. Like sign, even yeah. if you do like a rolling stop, it's like an automatic fail. Yeah. Um, anyways. Whew, and then also, and if, I do and if not want to take that test ever again. So I'm feeling for you. Exactly. And if you, I think if you hit a pedestrian, that's also an automatic fail. Um, oh yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Or another car, it could be an automatic fail. Probably, but this is the thing, you know, the thing, the thing about these tests is like a lot of stuff is like out of your control and like, you know, you go in with like a, what, like hitting a pedestrian? No. Okay. Not that obviously, but I mean like something could happen. Like, um, I don't know. Somebody could like run out of the road all of a sudden and you slam on your brakes. You don't hit them, but it it would like shake you up. So for the rest of the test, you're feeling like kind of, you know, so you're like nervous. I mean, I don't think that happens very often, Daniel. And I think if it does happen, I'm sure they'll. I'm sure there's something that they do if that does happen. That does seem like, uh, I don't know, 
a reason to potentially reschedule a test. Definitely. <laughs> I don't know. Definitely. <laughs> So yeah, so that's so that well, that, that was me. Well, I mean, me. good luck a, on your test. Thank you. You're gonna tell me off off the off the podcast when the test is, right? No. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want anyone knowing the date, so that way, if I fail, I can rebook it. I'm gonna encourage you. Mm-hmm. We see lots of encouragement on this don't podcast, wanna... don't we, guys? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daniel, <laughs> I w- I would encourage you. Okay. My dad failed like four times, I think. Oh, there's like a diary, and he drove in Korea for years. But I guess it's he was used to driving in Korea. I think that was part of the problem, actually. Yeah, and also probably Mm -hmm. you know a big thing too is nerves because like my um, my mom also failed her test. I think like three or four times as well. Um, Look at us outing our parents. I know. (laughs) And uh, mom, don't don't hate me if you're listening to the podcast. But uh, I think a big part of it is like how you're feeling that day. And if you're feeling like nervous, that's going to play into everything as well. Right. So like if you're Mm. feeling you're going to be like, mm -hmm. you know, some kind of way, you know, some kind of way. Yeah. Some kind of way. Well, I'm going to get it out of you uh, off the podcast so that I can encourage you and you can vent to me. Here's the thing, though. Don't you want to like cry about it if you fail? You know, don't you need a shoulder to cry on, you know? <laughs> well, it's not going to be yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm you guys! Just, <laughs> I'm just I've kidding, now branded, guys. branded myself as a terrible friend. No, no, no! And, I'm just um, kidding, guys. I'm just kidding. No, I think like I, I wouldn't something like that. I wouldn't feel so. It would be more. I'd be like embarrassed if I fail because I was a driver for so long. So I'd just want to like book a test oh again god. as quickly no, but as seriously, possible. Like I said, my dad as a driver failed multiple times. So I don't think it has like, it could be something like you just like forget. Exactly. I I feel like even, even if like anyone right now, like that has had their drivers, um, does the test now, there's Mm -hmm. like a huge chance that they might fail. Like I might fail because I forget the rules. You know what I mean? Exactly. (laughs) And I've seen you drive Rose. Anyway, I hate driving. (laughs) We should move to Europe. Excuse me. Yes. Oh my God. That's, did you say you've seen me drive? I've been in the car with you, Rose. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, um, I'm not the best driver. Well, here's the thing. I don't drive a lot. I mm. I don't like driving. So yeah. I try to avoid it as much as possible. Yeah. So because I don't drive a lot, I don't have enough experience. So yeah, yeah, I'm not that great. I know it does. You know, the thing is, is like even so me and my parents, like we went when we went driving over the weekend, um, we went up to like some new communities and stuff like the newer, like yeah. whatever. And we were like driving around and we stopped at a... Um, we went to a Starbucks that was like in country Hills and everything, you know, they have like, they have like a big mall kind of area Mm -hmm. or whatever. And the whole time I was thinking, I was like, Oh my God. Like the thing that's so frustrating with the North American model is how communities are built around cars. Like literally like everything that you do is like built around a car. Like, even just like a simple thing. Like I was thinking, Oh, if I lived in this community and wanted to like go to the Starbucks to grab a coffee, like it's just so not pedestrian friendly. Like, you know, even getting to certain stores, like the way you'd have to cross through the parking lot. Like it's just like, you know, and like, it's so annoying. Yeah. And I'm just like, I wish, I wish that there was more of a pedestrian focus, like in certain areas, like core areas where they like develop certain things. There needs to be more, I feel like a more of a, but it's just not going to, it's not going to happen because of the way that our cities are like, um, I guess 
built. Like, you know what I mean? Cause they are so focused around yeah. certain modes of, cause cause for example, if our cars, exactly. If our cities were built, which I feel like they should be built this way, focus more around transit. Like for example, train lines and mm-hmm. you know, things like that, our cities would be developed in such a different way. And yes, we would still have cars, yeah. right. But it wouldn't be the primary focus. And actually the primary focus would be like tra- getting, you know, transit and walking around and, you know, and, and it's yeah in so many ways, it's so much better for like the environment and like so many different things things. Um, but yeah, it's just like not gonna happen. Everyone here wants to have like a huge house with like a massive backyard. Oh my God. And because of it, because of that, it's going to cause our cities to be like massive. What are they called? Like, um, suburban, suburban, suburbanas or whatever. Suburbanas. Suburbias. Suburbia. What what do you mean? Yeah. Like the massive suburb. Yes. Massive suburbs, basically. Just like lots of suburbs. Yes. That's already what our city is. is. It's basically just like a huge, huge Mm -hmm. piece of land with tons of suburbs. And yeah, yeah, that's the one thing I just cannot, I hate it. Mm. I feel like it kills, you're you're right. It kills like community. It kills, you know, just any sort of culture. I feel like, you know, in order to meet, you have to, everyone has to drive. And like, it's just, Europe is just, there's such a difference in culture in terms of, yeah, like driving versus taking transit. Like, in London, nobody drives. Like literally nobody, like it wouldn't even make sense for most mm-hmm. people to drive. So everyone takes the tube, everyone takes the buses and tubes and it's normal. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's very, you know, well connected. So after work, people go for drinks and have a great time. When you go out, you just, you mm-hmm. know, take a cab home or an Uber and it's normal. Whereas here, there's always mm-hmm. like a person that drives and you always have to find a DD if you want to like yeah. go out and party and stuff, which I mean, I don't do that anymore. But like if you were to, it, yeah. it was always such like a hassle when I used to like live at my parents' house and it was like all mm. the way in the suburbs. I'd have to be like, okay, who's driving? We have to like figure shit out. A lot of people drink and drive because yeah. but like, this is, sorry, that's the, it's not, I mean, that's not an excuse, but like yeah. a lot of people do. It's not the reality. It's not even just though, like the, like going out for drinks and stuff, which you're right. Cause like in Europe, there's Mm -hmm. such a culture, like after work to go for drinks. And I know in Calgary, like somewhat people like before the pandemic, obviously we're doing stuff like that. But again, you have to think about all this stuff. And a lot of people wouldn't be able to, because they're like, well, I have one bus or I have to, you know, ride share with other people to get way down to like freaking Arbor, not Arbor Lake. Um, What's the <laughs> Auburn Bay or whatever it is like that's Tuscany really f- or yeah, so- like, oh, Auburn Bay, <laughs> like really, really far. Um, and the thing that was so different in Europe is like, it's not even just that it's because like you have, I guess people in a more concentrated space. It's not even yes. just the bars, but like the, the, like they call them the high streets that would have like shops and stuff is there'd be so many more little cafes and you know, you would have so much more going yeah. on in each of the communities. Like I even look at like my community and like, there's a few little things like I have a little strip mall here, but like nothing compared to like the high streets of like, even we were like when we were living in London, we didn't live in central London. We lived in what would be considered like the suburbs kind of, but like think of our high street and there was tons of shops and like things going on. Yeah. But that also, there's different reasons for that. There's a population density reason as well. Like it's not just driving or transit. It's like the fact that there's a lot more people living in London or Spain and it's a smaller. Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like, but yeah, you're right. In Calgary, but like, even if you go to like, look at, if you go to Toronto or Vancouver, you have that pop more population density because people are living in a more confined space. Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. we in, in Calgary, if they built with a kind of purpose of kind of le- using less space, we would naturally get a more dense kind of uh, population. And, yes. and then we'd have more livelihood of like yeah. coffee shops and 
trendy things going on. And I don't know. I just feel like there's something to be said about all that. So I don't know. God damn. I know, but this city, yeah, just does not value that. Everyone wants to live in the suburbia by a big mm. giant house and a giant car that they don't need. Well, I mean, I they do need a car, but they don't do need, need a giant car. I know this is it. You, they, like you do need a car. I mean, the one, the one reason, part of the reason why I want to get my license, I'm not actually going to get a car to be honest. Um, but what I'm thinking, what I want to do is like on weekends that I want to go to the mountains, I can like rent a car. Mm-hmm. So I could just like, okay, I yeah. want to go to the mountains for like Saturday, Sunday or something, like rent a place up there yeah. and just go, you know? So I just, I want to have that freedom. Um, Mm-hmm. to be able to do that. Or if I go to like a different place, I want to be able to rent a car. Like one of the things I've always wanted to do is like, not always, but like, you know, I've been on many like Europe trips, but I thought it'd be really cool one day to like rent a car and like drive around all over Europe and stuff. I think that would be kind of fun. So. Oh, all over Europe. I thought you were going to say all over Canada. Oh, well, all over Canada as well. I want to do a Canadian trip at some point. There's so much stuff I want to do guys. You're going to drive in Europe. Yeah. Why not? God damn, Daniel. I'd be, be scared be to drive in Europe. It is scary. Oh my God. It is actually. It is scary driving in Europe. We basically, I did have one trip where, actually two trips, where I met one of my friends from uh, from Calgary, um, her and her aunt and her cousin, we all went to Italy together. And we rented a... Oh, right. And you drove. I didn't drive. My friend drove. Oh, I thought you drove. No. And it was... My, my, my poor friend and she's like a good driver. Right. So we're driving in Italy and I remember we were leaving Florence and like Florence is a pretty busy city as it is. And like the Google maps was like, so not helpful. Cause it was like, basically it'd be like, okay, you now need to make a left-hand turn. And to do so you had to go across like five lanes of traffic. And I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. And then I can't do it. I can't yeah. believe you guys drove in Italy. It was, it was an experience. I'll just tell you that it was an experience. And, and the thing is people here, they drive like we like they drive very gently compared yeah. to other places. Yeah. Like they will stop for you if you're a pedestrian. Like nowhere else stops for uh, for pedestrians, I swear to god. But mm. anyways. Yeah. I digress. What are the topics of today, Daniel? Why can't I talk? So <laughs> <laughs> We've got a few things going on. And actually, most of them are ones that Lil Rose sent me. Um, of course they are, because whoa, I was... usually do the actual homework. <laughs> That's definitely not true. Um, so there's a few. So we have, you guys, we've got a little bit of YouTuber drama going on in the U- YouTuber world. There's yes. a few different YouTuber drama stories. Um, <laughs> there's a small little story. Um, I don't know too much about it, but it's about Taylor Swift, which we'll go into as well. Um, mm. And then there's an, uh, the, the final story that we'll leave you guys with is a, about another gender reveal party. So oh God. I know, I know. <laughs> so you can see where that's going. Oh God. You know, what's funny though. I feel kind of bad. Cause like, I will not bad. Um, you know how we we did that episode, like uh, a couple of episodes ago about, um, Oh my God. I can't even remember his name. What's his name? Aspie, James, James Aspie. Thank you. Thank you. James Aspie. I was like, why, why can't I remember his name? Um, cause you have grandpa brain. <laughs> guys, do you see what I have to work with here? Like, honestly, I think we need to start a We need to start a hashtag free Daniel movement. Um, <laughs> Framing Daniel. Yeah. 
Don't worry, guys. There's going to be a really great documentary later in like in a few years, all about the expose, the, the expose, and the abuse and the emotional. Actually, it's funny because that kind of ties into this st- first story about the YouTube drama. Oh. But what I was going to say first about that mm. is um, when we we're talking about James Aspie, there was a lot of people that like you know commented and stuff um, about the the particular oh, okay. podcast episode, and also felt similar. They were like, you know, a lot of the stuff that was going on. They were like, you know not saying necessarily that he's a bad person or anything, but it just, the whole thing seemed a bit shady about the cryptocurrency and stuff. Yeah. Um, it just seemed very strange. And also under the guise of like doing it under vegan activism, like it was just very, all of it was, Mm. it wasn't great. It didn't sit well with people. Um, and people really Mm. enjoyed that. We did like, everyone was like, thank you for like talking about it. Like we really appreciate that. Um, and a lot of people were like, you know, it would be really nice. So we're not doing it this episode, but definitely potentially for a future episode, but they said it'd be really nice for us to maybe talk about some of the like positive vegan activism stories that have been going on or like, you know, stuff like that. They're like, we, and some people were like funny. They were like, good news. Exactly. They're like, we know that obviously this stuff is more viral and people love it more. And like, it's more, you know, it's like the train crash that you can't look away from. But like maybe in the yes. future we can have some, you know, more, um, some more positive, uh, you know, vegan activism news and things like that. So definitely something that we can yes. have in the future, guys. Not in this episode, but. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this episode, we're going to talk about the train wreck that is humanity once oh, again. Oh, God. So, I mean, uh, <laughs> God damn. So. Okay. So what's the first story? Even though I know what the first story is because I did the first story. Continue. Exactly. So why don't I, I'll start talking about it, Rose, and you just jump in because this is your, this is... I will. You, well, you have the article in front of you, right? I do, yeah. But this is your world of YouTube. Okay, I'm so, just going by memory, so... Okay. Yeah, yeah. So YouTube ba- is so my basically, world. So it's, yeah. Yeah. So basically, I guess, so you know how we talked about these, like, you know, YouTube pranks and everything? Um, so I guess a YouTuber had said a prank that David DeBrock, Dobrik, Dobrik, <laughs> David Dobrik... <laughs> I will I will tell the story. Pulled on him. Oh God. <laughs> David Dobrik, who is a huge YouTuber, <laughs> like millions upon millions of subscribers. And Does of he course, have I don't expect Grandpa Daniel to know him. He is like one of the biggest YouTubers, I think. Really? Anyways, don't, it's fine. There's some big YouTubers that I probably wouldn't know. But anyway. Yeah. So there's, he's been under some, you know, scrutiny lately because basically this podcast called H3H3 podcast, which is another big podcast and like YouTube channel. Yeah. I think they started the whole, like, um, I think they exposed him basically. Yeah. So basically David Dobrik is like known, he lives in LA. He does these like crazy vlogs where he acts kind of like insane, you know, like just really high energy, um, vlogs, which Mm. became quite popular in like the recent years, I think with like Jake Jake Paul's and the Logan Paul's just people acting just very over the top and just very high energy. Like everything's hilarious. Like ha ha ha. And he hangs out with like all the, you know, popular YouTubers. And I guess Mm. he started something called the vlog squad. Now I don't watch David, David Dobrik's videos. Yeah. But I know of him, but I don't watch his videos because I can't really mm-hmm. stand that sort of like craziness and I know. kind of I just, fakery I, almost. I, well, this is this is the this is what <clears throat> it is. Like just to like digress just for a second is like a lot uh-huh. of these like, you know, you have the vlog squad, the hype house, the you mm. know, you have all of these like YouTubers and and TikTokers and all of these people TikTokers getting together and uh, right. um it's it, it's so fake. Like it's all it's fake. Yeah. Like, and, and, and a lot of it's around like, you know, 
all they're doing is like pranks and partying. And I don't know. I just don't see the like pull of that content, I guess. But, you know, it's not for us. I know we're old, right? Like we're old. It's for the 16 year old guys, you know, living in some middle of nowhere town in America that are bored with their lives that are watching, you know, these crazy YouTubers living Mm. in LA. And it seems like they're living it up. Like I'm sure if we were younger, we might exactly. I'm sure if we were younger, we might, you know, also be fans of this type of content. True. Um, but obviously we're a lot older, so we're not into that. But anyways, so he's very popular. He has this thing called the vlog squad, which I'm not sure exactly how it goes, but basically he basically vlogs with like a bunch of different people mm-hmm. and whoever he vlogs with are, they're probably going to become famous as well. And it's probably going to increase their social status because David Dobrik is such a big influencer And he has literally millions of subscribers and literally millions of people are watching his vlogs. So Mm. basically he has a lot of power over these people, whether he knows it or not. Anyway, so he does all these vlogs and there's a lot of different people involved. And I guess a couple people um, from previous, you know, vlog squad, like previous vlog squad members came out recently on this podcast and kind of like exposed a little bit of how they were feeling during this time. And some Mm. of it was just kind of like a little bit more lighthearted, like some, not lighthearted, but not as serious. Like this one guy said, he just felt like he was always the butt of the joke and he always Mm -hmm. felt like, you know, constantly being made fun of and he just didn't want to be around that energy. Mm. I didn't listen to the full thing, but it that was the kind of gist of it, I think. But then there was some more serious allegations where basically um, this one guy, I can't remember his name. Do you have his name with you? Yes. So it's Joseph, Joseph France, Francois, but they just call him Seth. Like his, his, okay. His, Seth. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, this guy named Seth, he, I, I don't know when this happened. Maybe it was a couple years ago, but mm-hmm. basically he was pranked by David Dobrik and this guy yeah. named Jason Nash, who used to date Trisha Paytas, by the way. Oh, and Jason Nash, I don't even understand this Jason Nash character. Yeah. He's like this much older man. Yeah. Like he's like in his, I believe 40s. in his like forties or maybe even almost fifties. I'm not sure. He looks mm-hmm. like he could be in his fifties. Yeah. Okay. He's like, you know, he's not like super old, but he, he's old enough to not be probably hanging out with, you know, early 20 year olds Mm -hmm. potentially. Anyways, you know what? It's fine. It's a business decision. Like whatever, if he wants to be a YouTuber and he wants to hang out with younger people, that's not necessarily a problem. I don't think, but what the problem is, is that they did this prank on him. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like you can hang out with younger people. No problem. Like I don't see a problem with that, but he's acting like, you know, very immature for his age, I think. So he Mm -hmm. did this prank with David Dobrik where basically they pranked Seth into thinking. So basically they have this like old man mask where you can like cover your whole face. So you wouldn't know who's under this mask. And he got, David got Jason or they were in on it together. Jason wore this mask and then I guess pretended to be a girl that Seth knows. Yeah. So David told Seth, Exactly. Yeah. David told Seth like, oh, you're going to be making out with this girl. Do you want to mm. make out with this girl? Like blah, blah, blah. And Seth was like, yeah, sure. Like whatever. So anyway, they mm. agreed to it. And then he thought he was making out with this girl, mm. but it turns out that it was Jason under that mask. So he was making out with Jason. Yeah. And apparently like it went on for a little bit. Like they made out, like it was not just like a peck. It was like a full oh makeout because yeah. this guy thought he was making out with this like hot chick, you know? Yeah. So like, yeah, they made out mm-hmm. and then 
Um, and then later, like after a little bit, like, uh, David was like, Hey Seth, like, you know, open your eyes. And then like revealed that it was Jason, a 40 something or 50 something year old man Mm -hmm. that made out with this straight man. Yeah. And, uh, so this came out on this podcast. Now I did not listen to the whole podcast, but, um, apparently the Seth guy, like he actually had a lot of trauma over it. Yeah. Initially he didn't, you know, he didn't fully understand. Like, I think initially you would be, you don't react right away. Like I, I can imagine if something like kind of shocking like that happens, like you don't really Mm. like know how to react in that situation. So I guess he didn't react. And also Seth is like black. And he, he said, I think in the interview that he didn't want to like have the, um, have the like stereotype of the angry black man. I think that's what he said. Something like that. So maybe that's something that subconsciously a lot of black people Mm -hmm. have to go through is like, they kind of like, you know, force themselves to act very calm in situations. I've heard this actually from, I think a a couple of black people uh, myself, they're like, I feel like I kind of have to like force myself to be very polite all the time. I'm like, Oh, that's really sad. But anyways, that happened. And then, yeah, he was very traumatized. And so the H3 podcast, like, they like exposed this. Yeah. And yeah, now people are talking about it. And it didn't just happen once think, though, Daniel? Rose. It didn't just happen once. Oh, there was another time. Yeah. So the what first time, yeah. So the first time was with, um, Jason, what's his last Seth. Seth? Oh, yeah. Jason Nash. Yeah. Jason Nash. And then the second time. So obviously, you know, Seth, who the other guy, he, he was very, very uncomfortable with it, you know, obviously. And like you said, at first he didn't say anything. And then later there was another prank where they called Seth and were like, Hey, we want you to be in this like beef jerky commercial or something. Um, and he was like, Oh cool. Like and? this is going to be really, really cool. And then they had like some people dressed up in like gorilla costumes. And they said that they were hot girls dressed in gorilla costumes. And he's like, we need you to make out with this gorilla. And, and he did it. And he did it. And then the gorilla took off the, the mask after, and it was <laughs> Jason Nash again. What is with Jason Nash wanted to make out with a bunch of like young boys? Like that's a bit know. of an issue. I know. I'm like, mm, cause like part of it's like, I'm like, well, why is this Jason Nash guy? Like, why does he keep trying to make out with all these people against Cause their... they're trying to do these like crazy pranks, I guess. I don't know. It's kind of crazy. And like, the thing is, like, I guess Seth was saying like, he tried to settle this with, um, with these two guys, um, Dobrik? I can't say his name. Dobrik? David Dobrik. Dobrik. David David Dobrik. So they tried to settle with these guys outside of like going to this H3 uh, podcast and whatever else. Right. So, and apparently like he wasn't responding and like, you know, so that's why this story has kind of come up the way it has. Cause he was kind of like, he just wanted an an apology because he did feel, I guess he called like a, Seth called a sexual assault line and just talked to them about it because he was feeling so uneasy about it. And he was like, you know, what happened? Like, I'm not sure. And then they were like, well, that's kind of a form of sexual assault. And then he said he started crying and was like, you know, it all like hit him. You know what I mean? And yeah, you know, I, I think there's a couple like tough lessons to be learned, I guess. Like, I mean, it's just like, well, not tough lessons. It's just like, you know, I think that he definitely deserves an apology for what happened. Um, well, I think it's, yeah, (laughs) that's the least of it. Exactly. And I think, I think these like these prank channels and prank things or whatever, they have to realize that, you know, when they go too far, you know what I mean? Like there's some things where there needs to be like, I don't know, some kind of like 
filter or something. I don't know. This this shit's getting crazy. Okay, it's getting worse. And yeah. I, I, this and this this prank is from like a while ago, right? So I feel like the pranks have even gotten like crazier and worse. You know, like probably. Well, you, yeah. like we talked about that one where the that guy got shot. Um, because they, these well, that was also a few years ago, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 But still like, but I mean like either way it's probably, yeah. I mean, any, I mean, this didn't happen too, too long ago. I think it was no recent enough. Yeah. And I think, well, I think one of the conversations people are having, which is very, an interesting, I think important conversation to have is the fact that we treat this differently because he was a guy. That's like very the victim true. Was a guy. Yes. Right? It, like if this was a girl, first of all, the fact that like this happened and like we're only talking about it now mm. already shows that there is such a difference in mentality when it comes to like male like victims of yeah. this type of behavior. Because if it was a woman, like let's say it was like um like a woman that, you know, was tricked into making out with some old man that she didn't know or something like that, right? Yeah. Like that would be a huge fucking problem, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even think at that moment when that vlog came out that they could have gotten away with it at that moment because mm-hmm. that vlog came out. People knew that this was the, the prank and no one really yeah. said anything until That's like true. this Seth guy started talking. So it's like, we yeah. don't take it seriously either. Like society, once again, this is like another issue of like society. It's not necessarily mm. even to blame just, you know, Jason and David Dobrik because, yeah. you know, they do this because they live in a society that finds this acceptable to some degree. Well, and they get, you know, you know, they post the video and they get views. So they get like, you know, to them, it it reinforced. And that's why they did it a second time with the beef jerky. Oh my God. Jerky commercial or whatever. I can't believe they did it twice. Yeah. They did it twice. Mm -hmm. To the same guy. Yes. Oh my God. The things people will do for clout as well. Right. This is another problem. You know, I I think this is like people are willing to be. Yeah. This is a huge problem, Rose. This whole clout chasing yeah. that's happening now. Like, oh well, God, not even seriously. just now, but it's just like the last 10 years or the last kind of like while. And it's because we've mm-hmm. seen these like channels, these prank channels and these other things blow up, right? And get so big and become, mm-hmm. you know, each, like I'm sure this David guy is making millions from YouTube now. You know what I mean? And like people see that and they're like, I want that. I- oh, he's super fucking rich. Yeah, they're like, I aspire to that. I want to do that. So how can I get my name out there by doing some crazy fucking prank and doing all this crazy shit? Ugh. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel bad for him. And and yeah. I think, oh, and then, oh, my God, another thing that I found out afterwards. So I guess H3, H3, they like dug up a pot. I think it was a podcast episode. Yeah. Um, it was soon after this, the first time this prank happened. And it was mm-hmm. Jason and David talking and David was like, they're just proud of this prank. They're like, this is the best prank we've ever done. Like it was hilarious, like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then one thing that like really just like struck me the wrong way. Is that, is that the term is basically like David said, Oh, this guy is from like um, Seth, I guess is from a town where people are a lot more like uh, conservative and they, there's a lot more homophobia, I guess. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah. And, yeah. He's like, he's like, oh God, he's probably going to be like teased or you know, he's probably going to make made fun of for like three years now. Like people are not going to let this down. Like he said it like it was like not a big deal. He's like, like oh, it's joke. so funny because yeah, yeah, it's so funny because he's going to be made fun of now, like back in his hometown mm. for like, and I'm like, that's another issue. Like not that, like, of course there's nothing, you know, he's not against, you know, um, being gay. Like he's not against, you know, 
you know, yeah, you know, guys being, you know, gay guys being gay guys. But yeah. it's the fact that you knew that, like, potentially he could be a target of potential, you know, homophobia. homophobic. Yeah. Exactly. It's and then crazy. you still did that to him despite, you know, despite that, right? Like, you don't do that to either a straight man or a gay man, like, regardless. Exactly. Like, that's, you know, anyway. It's it's That's so fucked up. Bad. Yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't know like how malicious these people were. I don't think I think that it, again, it's more of a it's more of a societal thing, I think. Yeah. The fact like, that these guys thought that this was okay to do because exactly. they would never do that to a girl, I don't think. Yeah. Well, I mean, and the thing is at the end of the day, you're right, like, you know, were they super malicious in their intention? We don't know. Like, you know what I mean? To them, it might have just been a prank at the time. But where I think we're, yeah. where, where I think that there's something and kind of an issue going on right now is the fact that, you know, all of this story, this story is kind of blowing up right now. And they're not really yeah. commenting on it. So I think now's their chance to say... Yeah, they're to, like being very silent. Exactly. So now's their chance. Like, we get it. We've talked about this on this podcast many times. People make mistakes, right? So at the time, they might have been yeah. influenced by people around them or whatever and think, this is going to be mm. the funniest shit ever. And even they thought it was the funniest shit ever. They're like, oh, it was so good, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But then maybe now, reflecting back, they're like, holy shit. Like, actually, this wasn't a good thing. Now it's time to like, you know, own up to it, put your hand up and apologize. Yeah. You know, like you know, yeah, yeah, sorry, we took it too far. The fact that they're being silent right now, I think that speaks volumes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think it's a business decision. I think he's like, if I say something, then it becomes a thing. You know what I yeah. mean? Like if I say something then, cause he's like, he's sitting on millions of dollars. Like he has mm -hmm. probably million dollar brand deals like easily. Like he's yeah. fucking loaded, Daniel. Like you have no idea. This guy is like celebrity status loaded. Really? So How do I not know he's about probably him? like, concerned because you are a grandpa. So I didn't expect you to know him. Mm. Um, <laughs> he's probably concerned about like, you know, that because like when he puts it out there on his platform, yeah, you know, then it becomes like, okay, now I'm putting it out there on my platform. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's true. So if it's on like some podcast, like if some podcast, like not that these podcasts are small podcasts, but like still, if he ignores it, then like, you know, brands are not going to go digging through internet drama. So he's probably thinking like, as long as I ignore it, it's going to blow over and I'll be fine. Yeah. But it's fucked up. It's fucked up. It is. Right. That's not what a good person does. I no, think, exactly. At the end of the day. And I think that's a, that's, mm -hmm. that's a thing. I, again, you're right. It's maybe he's doing this because of, you know, brand deals and whatever else. But again, it's kind of reemphasizing, you know, that this, what, like, you know, the, the moral compass of this individual mm -hmm. in some ways, yeah. I don't, I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to be too, yeah. too harsh, but at the same time, I'm like, it's kind of your opportunity. Like, I, I don't know. I'm not in that position. Bitch should have fucking apologized to him before he went to the podcast. I don't understand why you want to do that. Exactly. Because, because this Seth guy was very open to say like, I've tried to approach them and, you know, tried to settle this outside of like, you know, everything blowing yeah. up and stuff. And from the sounds of it, they just didn't want anything to do with him. So, you know, yeah, that's fucked up. That's really mm -hmm. fucked up. Yeah. And goddamn, what's wrong with this Jason dude, dude? He's like, oh my fucking God. You are too old. He has children too. Like you're too old to be acting like this. I know. Come on. It's just, I don't it's, understand. It's just crazy. Cause like, it's like cringe enough that you're hanging out with such young people. Mm. But like, if you were to act with some dignity, then like I could respect that, you know, I can respect the hustle, but like, 
It just seems so like, you know, mm. you're just selling yourself and it's cringe. I know. It's just, it is a bit, it's, yeah, it's really cringe. Um, Anyways, what's the next story, Daniel? So I, I don't know, while we're on the topic of YouTuber drama, there was like another mm-hmm. story that I kind of like graced over, but it kind of yeah caught my eye a little bit in a sense. Well, I, th- I think actually you probably sent this one to me as well um, <laughs> in all reality, but it's um the whole scandal. I, if it's YouTuber drama, it was probably me. Yeah. <laughs> Rose is the YouTuber. She knows what's going on in the YouTube world. She got her finger uh-huh. on the pulse, guys. Mm-hmm. Finger on the pulse. Um, so so <laughs> this one is, um, it's about, uh, I guess, James Charles is in it yes. once again. Um, so I guess apparently the story is that um, there was this 16-year-old TikTok user who James I don't know, I guess it was a fan of James Charles or something. They started following each other, started messaging over TikTok, I guess. Um, and then maybe started like, DM, I don't know, DMing on Instagram, whatever it was. And it, mm-hmm. and apparently like, you know, James was soliciting nudes from this person that he knew was 16. That was the story. Uh, James. He knew he was 16? That's what the 16 year old guy says. It's it's like his, his word against the other guys. You know what oh, I mean? Cause James, okay. cause James is like being adamant and saying, no, he said he was 18. Like, you know, this guy, right. I never was under the impression that Are he there was receipts. Well, this is the thing is, is, I, no, I don't think anyone has seen actual read receipts or like seen this like combo. Mm. So it's like one word against the other. Um, Interesting. Yes. I remember hearing about this a little bit and I, and then mm. I just, I think I just sent you the video, but I don't think yeah. I watched it fully, but yeah. um, I mean, I find it hard to believe that James would be soliciting nudes from a guy if he, knew that he was 16, not because I think James is some kind of, you know, good person. I don't know anything uh, about James. Yeah. I don't know anything about James, but he is a big enough figure and he's been through his own scandals that he would know better than to have, you know, some sort of, unless they talked on the phone or something, I don't fucking know. But like, exactly. I find that hard to believe. Mm -hmm. I, I think. See, this is the thing. This is the, I, I, I I agree because he's already went through like I know James already went through like another big scandal where um, this guy that mm-hmm. was allegedly well, this guy that said he was straight said that James, you know, was you know uh, trying to manipulate him to like do stuff with him because he was like an influencer or whatever it was. Like basically, they called it yeah. like straight baiting or I can't even remember what it was. Um, yeah. So he's already been through a big scandal. He already knows whatever he's doing, especially over social media, like Instagram DMs or whatever. So easy for. Mm-hmm. For that to like that shit to blow up. So I think just because yeah. of that, I feel like he would be smarter than to like go after somebody that's 16 years old, um, knowing that they're 16. Yeah. How old is James Charles? He's 21. Okay. Yeah. I mean, God, I mean, yeah. the age thing is also a funny thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, as soon as you're 18, you're I good know. to go. But a I day know. before that, you're basically a predator. I know. That's another funny thing about, you know, society. the world and how it is. Yeah. The, the way society is like, look, I, I understand that there needs to be some sort of, you know, guideline or rule. Like, I mm-hmm. get it. Okay. But like people make it seem like once you're 18, it's like you're like if a 40 year old guy hits on an 18 year old girl, like people might think it's a little creepy, but like they'll leave it mm-hmm. alone. Like they'll act like it's like it's, you know, whatever. But yeah. like a 21 year old talking to a 17 year old. Oh my God. Call the police. You know, it's like, okay, I get it. But also like, can we use a little common sense a little bit, like a little nuance, just a little bit. 
You know, it's just so stupid. This like mm-hmm. concept of like, as soon as you turn 18, what do they just completely change as a person? No, they're just as dumb. Usually when, uh, when you're 16 versus 18, you're not that yeah. much smarter or, you know, you're not all of a sudden just like fully aware of everything. So it's, it's, it's yeah. stupid. I agree. I hate it. I agree. I think, I, I think it's it. a kind of uh, an interesting one of how we've kind of designated. I can see what the intent was behind saying the, 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 yes. that it needs to be 18. I see what that intent is because, you know, especially like younger children, like they're, you know, they're, yeah. they, you know, they, they talk about that, like of certain like innocence and stuff, which is true. Like everybody has that when they're, Absolutely. you know, when they're younger. Um, so mm-hmm. I do see what they're trying to do, but yeah, you're right. Like, I think there's a lot of like, kind of it's miss, I don't know. I don't know. It gets, it's like people just think black or white. Like they think they don't have nuance. Like they don't understand Mm -hmm. that there is nuance to every situation. Like they're just like, okay, oh, she's 17. Therefore, if you're 18 and you're talking to a 17 year old, you're basically Mm -hmm. a predator. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, what if you were 18 and then you're talking to a 16 year old, you're basically two years apart. Mm -hmm. It's like, that doesn't make you a predator. Like it's so stupid. Anyways. Anyway, yeah. I'm just talking beyond the James situation. I'm just talking no, about no, in general no, I, as a society. I, I, I feel agree, like I people obsess. Yeah, yeah, they obsess over that age. And yeah. then like I've seen people being like, oh, there's girls turning 18 every day. I'm like, that's not fucking creepy. Like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> and nowadays, 17-year-olds, 16-year-olds, 15-year-olds, they all look fucking like 21. I <laughs> Do you not agree? Have I you do seen the way that these girls dance on TikTok? I'm like, fuck. I'm not really, I don't really go on TikTok. So, um, like I'm Charlie D'Amelio. Like she's all fucking dancing sexy. She's like 15 years old. She yeah. looks older than 15. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how old she is now, but it's crazy. But yeah. So, I mean, back to the story really quick. I think again, uh-huh. I think, you know what? I do feel like, again, I don't know the whole story. I don't know. I don't have the read receipts guys. I don't know what actually happened, <laughs> but again, I just don't think that like James would be that stupid to engage in that behavior, being such a big influencer with somebody that's like, who knows, but who knows, who knows? Um, but I do feel mm-hmm. like also as an influencer, you are a target for not saying that this guy did this, but I'm saying that you're a more mm-hmm. easy target for people in a sense of trying to like, um, what am I trying to say? Tear you down? Yes, exactly. And like, you know, try mm-hmm. to try ruin to ruin your stuff. reputation. So it'll be interesting to yeah. see again where this story goes. That other story went nowhere. This one, I feel like will probably be the same. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. Again, guys, I don't know the full story. So, you know, there could be more to it than what's being released God. at the moment. But God damn. God. God, I would hate to be uh, James Charles level famous. Oh God. It, this is why Imagine people just like up in your DMS, like fucking exposing you like fuck can't exactly. trust anybody. I would hate to be well, mm-hmm. and, and, and then part of that problem is, you know, we talked about these, like these, um, vlog squad hype houses and all this other stuff. You have yeah. all, of, all of these people with like this mega level of fame and like, or on YouTube and social media, mm-hmm. all getting together, having like these friendships, but the friendships are so fake. Everything's so fake in that world. So fake. And then you, you yeah. like, I just, I would hate to be part of that. You know what I mean? Like I'd really like, I know. Oh God. I just can't think of anything worse. You know, like mm-hmm. you don't, you, cause one of the things I cherish is like my friendships and imagine not having any good friends, like having just people that are like fake mm-hmm. and just there to be like, let's collab. Let's do this. Let's do that. Oh my God. Honestly. I'd be like, nah, I can't, I can't. No, nope, Can't do it. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. So, okay. All right, next story. 
So the next one, well, the other one I wanted to talk about, I don't actually have a story article for it, but it was around, um, it was around Taylor Swift and apparently there's a new Netflix documentary called, I think it's Ginny and me or something like this or not documentary. It's like a TV series or whatever. And Mm -hmm. the series got backlash because I guess there was a scene in it where like the mother and daughter or two friends or something were together. And one of them comments, the other one, Oh, um, you've had, you go through boyfriends faster than Taylor Swift or something like just made a comment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then the backlash was like, Taylor was Taylor Swift is like, you know, it's not a really nice. Um, like it's not a funny joke because she's kind of been on the, the, um, back end of a lot of like slut shaming. Right. Because everyone's like really interesting. Everyone's really quick to jump on Taylor Swift to be like, Oh, you know, she's like always has boy troubles and she, you know, break up with another guy and write an album about it. Taylor Swift. You know, she's had a lot of like that kind of happened to her. So it's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like that was part of the reason why, um, you know, she, it wasn't like tasteful, but on one hand people are saying, yeah, it wasn't tasteful. And then on the other hand, people are saying, well, you know, it was just supposed to be a joke. Um, yeah, I'm kind of on the joke side mm-hmm. on this one. I mean, I, I get it at the same time. Like, I don't know. Are we going to agree that we shouldn't make jokes on celebrities' expense? Or mm-hmm. are we going to agree that certain jokes are okay, but not? You know what yeah. I mean? It's like we, we're we kind of like walking on eggshells as a society now. And to some degree, I understand, obviously, um, like we discussed before with, you know, the whole Britney Spears and Lindsay Lohan and how women are treated in media. And like yeah. that could be something to discuss. But at the same time, it's like, are we just not allowed to joke, make jokes anymore? That doesn't seem like such a bad joke. I don't know. Mm. I mean, it doesn't seem that funny, but like, I don't know. Yeah. What do you think, Daniel? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, again, I think um, the joke itself, I don't think that's the problem. I think the problem was the fact that she had received so much backlash. Do you know what I mean? So I think that's more of the problem right. than the joke itself, right? Like, I, I do think the joke kind of like feeds into that a little bit because she has received so much like slut shaming. Right. Um, and it just kind of like adds fuel to the fire, be it, albeit small fuel to the fire. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. you're right. It's like, I feel like we're getting into this really strange era because like, you know, like, like for example, if you go to like a comedian show or something, right? Like you go to see a comedian and the comedians that are there are going to rip the shit out of you. You know what I mean? Whether you're there, they're going to take the piss out of you. Like they'll make fun of things all in like good fun, right? It's stuff that you laugh about. It's stuff that you joke about. And I guess, but I guess, I guess in this way, it's kind of at the expense of someone else. And she wasn't really in on the joke, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. But it's always at the expense of somebody else. I don't know. It's weird. It's a, it's a weird line. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it either. I'm kind of torn. Yeah. I understand to some degree because you, the way you explained it, I understand that, that, you know, it is a problem. Like she did get a lot of, you know, backlash from, you know, the world yeah. for just being, you know, a young woman, just dating people. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's, in, it's, it's interesting. And of course, yeah. you know, if you're a guy that's doing the same thing, there is definitely still that double standard. Like of course. you don't get backlash. It's more like, Oh, he's like the he's hot guy, you know, he's like, exactly. Whereas like the woman, it's like, what's wrong with this bitch, right? Like yeah, why like, is she this? changing boyfriends all exactly. the time? She, this bitch is crazy. Yeah. She going to date you. She going to dump you. Then she go, <laughs> then she going to write an album about it. She'd be crazy as hell. <laughs> You know, whereas if it was a guy, they'd be like, wow, he's just so inspired by all of his different muses and he, you know, (laughs) such a creative genius. So you're right. There's that double standard there. So, so I guess, I guess it's the difficult thing is, ah, 
because I can see both sides, but I'm also like, yeah. I'm also uh, like, I'm not, I'm on the fence on this one in a sense that like, I don't want our society to get so, cause I also love, like I love jokes and I love laughing. Right. I also love jokes yeah. at my expense. Like I like when people joke about yeah. like, you know, random, like Rose, oh, really Daniel. So I can keep making fun of you. Okay. Exactly. Good. Like Rose, Rose always we got makes this fun on camera. God damn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I enjoy like funny jokes. Like, you know, when I go to see a comedian mm-hmm. or like even on like SNL or all of these, some of these other shows, like I do enjoy some of that stuff. So like, I don't know, you know, ah, I don't, I don't know. know. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. I like, like, yeah. With, with comedy, I, I want to give people a bit of a pass because yeah. it's comedy. It's always kind of like that. Obviously if it's a, you know, if it's not, I don't know. I think, I don't know. See, I think I, 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 I <laughs> agree. Hard. I th- I think it comes down to again, um, the intention behind the action, right? So like if the intention right. was malicious, like someone's making a comment about Taylor Swift, that's really nasty and malicious. That's different, right? But I feel like if it's like the intention was never to be malicious, the intention was to be funny. And but I mean, you could say that about gossip magazines. They could yeah. be like, oh, we weren't intending her to be heard. We were just, that's you know, true. telling the story. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's hard to oh, say that about even with, even when you watch those old interviews of like David Letterman, mm. like we talked about and how he's interviewing, you know, Lindsay Lohan yeah. and making her feel very uncomfortable. Yeah. You could say that like his intention wasn't to make her feel uncomfortable. She, she he just wanted to, you know, make a good show and have, yeah. you know, have, and have people, people laugh, laugh and, yeah. and talk about the issues that are, you know, in the media, but yeah. she was clearly uncomfortable and I don't know. It's, it's a tough one, Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's really it's a tough hard. One. But I also don't uh, want such a such a such a sensitive sensitive society. Mm. Guys, like, please, if you're watching on YouTube, leave, leave, yeah, leave yeah, some yeah, leave some comments. Yeah, because we are like very torn on this one. This is a very difficult subject, I feel like. And it is this is an ongoing subject because this is this isn't the first time this kind of stuff has come up. You know what I mean? So like, what are your thoughts on this? You can comment in the Taylor Swift situation or just in general. Like, let us know because yeah, this is a very, very uh interesting one and one that might probably yeah. will come up again uh, roses so did people cancel the show is that what happened no or what? nothing's been canceled i just um i, I think taylor swift twit tw- tweeted something tweeted yeah, yeah she tweeted something against the show and was like you know this isn't really nice like it's not very friendly or not friendly it's, it's just like i can't remember exactly what this tweet said but she just basically uh-huh. like but like said you know she doesn't appreciate that and then also right. also i guess she's she also threw netflix in there as well and was like not impressed with netflix because she i guess she did a documentary on netflix as well um right yeah okay. and she was like not impressed with netflix for like because i guess maybe it was a netflix original show or something i don't know yeah so uh, it's a tough one yeah because i'm, I'm very against like super pc culture at the same time when yeah. people are just so like you know pc and like so concerned about offending and offended at everything i hate that as well yeah but at the same time you know i don't know it uh i'm torn but anyways let oh, us know gosh. what you guys think because yeah, clearly we're to torn <laughs> exactly all right and our final story for today which is something i feel like we won't be torn about rose but you never know we could be oh. um I definitely won't be torn about this story. <laughs> it's well, it's, it is. You be, guys have heard my opinion loud and clear yes. in a previous podcast episode. And mine as well. I mean, the story is really sad. No, you were very nice about it. And I was a bitch. No, no. <laughs> the story is really sad. So basically the headline is a father to be was killed by a gender reveal explosive device. So 
I mean, God, the story goes unexpected. It's so sad. It is. It's really sad because this is someone like, you know, about to have their first child, I think, you know, really, really excited. It's such an avoidable thing. I know. Okay, continue. So this is the story. story. An expectant father was killed in New York State on Sunday while tinkering with a gender reveal explosive device in his garage, police say. Um, In his garage? Oh, he was like. Trying to do something with it? Trying to build it or whatever it was. It was some kind of pipe thing. I don't know. I don't know what they Oh, he was making it or? Yes. He was building a device to be used at a gender reveal party when it exploded, killing him and injuring his younger brother. He was expecting his Um, first child and he was building the explosive to tell friends and family about the child's gender. Um, So. (laughs) Once again, guys. Fuck gender reveal parties. Stop doing them. They're stupid. And if you're going to do them, then don't use explosives. Exactly. I've been to a gender. I've actually been to a gender reveal party. And I've been to a few. Exactly. I think they're stupid, but I've been to a few. I've been to a few (laughs) as well. And the gender reveal party. No, I've only been to one, actually. The gender reveal party I went to, um, they used a cake. Okay. They had a cake. Yeah. Use a cake. Inside the cake was different color. They cut the cake and woo, you know, everyone screamed and got all excited <laughs> and it was, there's other you know, things you could do too. I'm sure. Exactly. Like there's, bo- you there's know, balloons it's really you not can that buy hard. that you can just like pop a balloon or something. Yes. Like there's very like simple things. You don't have to build or just don't have a gender reveal party <laughs> because it's only one or the other. And it's really not that exciting. Uh, like it's exciting for you, mm-hmm. but for other people, they don't really care. Yeah, well, and a, and a big a big <laughs> part about gender reveal parties, which I thought was interesting, and an argument that I never thought of before, was um, the whole idea of like a gender reveal um, really emphasizes this idea of male and female in our society. Like, you know how we're saying? I think we touched blue on that in our episode. We did, yeah, blue and yeah. pink. But like, I never thought about like what about people that are trans or people that are a non gender um, identifying? Conforming? You know, exactly. Right. So like, right. it kind of it reinforces that whole narrative that we have in society where you have boy, girl, blue, blue, pink, even the colors they use are reinforcing the colors that we have designated as feminine and masculine. Right. So an interesting, interesting, um, concept. I mean, I think that's the, I mean, uh, maybe I'll be controversial in Mm. saying this. I think that's the least of the worries about these gender reveal parties, but it is definitely like something to discuss. Yeah. Like how sad, Um, you know, you know what, how sad is it going to be though? Like this particular family, like when the kid grows up and the mom's like, Oh, unfortunately your father died. And, and, and the child is like, Oh, what, what happened to my, my, my dad? Well, he was building a device to reveal your gender and it blew up. Like, that's so sad. Okay, we need to seriously just stop this culture because I feel like if we continue to do this, it's going to keep happening because people want the extravagance. Yeah. Um, extravagance? Is that a word? Yeah, it is. They want the extravagance. Okay. Yeah. They want, yeah, they want extravagance. This, they want to have that beautiful Instagram story with the exploding exactly. blue or pink or whatever exactly. it is. Exactly. The cake is not good enough, right? Exactly. The cake isn't exciting enough because exactly. it's just, oh, you're just you know, cutting a cake, mm-hmm. but you, you want that like, yeah, you want that Insta worthy moment. Oh, that's it. Exactly. And it's, Oh God, but that's so sad. That's the problem. Cause the gender reveal really isn't just for the friends. It isn't even for the friends and the family of the event. It's more to put on social media to showcase, you yes. know, this beautiful thing that's going on and blah, 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 blah. And like, if you look at what's happened with these, especially, okay. If you're, again, if you're going to have a gender reveal party, there's so many much safer things you can use <laughs> to have. You could your- do like, um, confetti yeah. or like, what do you call it? What do you call the thing where you like hit the Pinata? horse? Yeah, pinata. Then you hit the horse. Exactly. Like you don't need <laughs> like, to be. That's you know. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you since, don't need to kill yourself. Exactly. Since when has everyone become bomb building experts um, to build these explosive <laughs> bombs in their fucking garages? Was this guy like, does he build bombs on a regular? I, like, is I'm, that a thing? I'm assuming not. And, you know. Oh, my God. It's so sad. Like, this is, we've, we've already seen, and it's not even like this is like a secret. Like, we've already seen so many crazy things happen with these gender reveal parties. Like I remember mm-hmm. like last year when we were talking about it, there was like a couple massive forest fires that started from these yes. like explosive devices. Oh my God, devices. I forgot about that. Yeah. It's like people literally, they said like these two huge, um, I can, and there could be more. Forest fire. It w- was it in California or yeah, something? Yeah, it was in California. And that, when that caused like a huge fire. Exactly, because they were already having fire issues during the summer. Yeah. And then somebody had this fucking gender reveal party and caused another fire and it blew up into another fire. And then there was another gender reveal where I think like the grandma oh. or someone like died. Yeah. Where like yeah, some one shrapnel of the from the device hit her and killed her. Like, guys, what are you doing? Seriously. Yeah, this needs to stop. Like, this culture just needs to stop. I mean, it's a new thing. We, we're not married to it yet. We need to just get rid of it before it becomes a bigger thing. I agree. It needs it's to, a, it's it needs like a to new stop. thing. Yeah. Yeah, we can stop it now. It's not a tradition yet. You know, mm-hmm. it's not old enough yet. Exactly. So we can we can stop it now, you know. Guys, let's just... It was a good time. You killed a few people. Yeah. You've ruined California yeah. in terms of wildfires. Burned some, burnt some, burnt um, some forests down. Um, I think we need to learn our lesson and just yeah. stop, okay? I, we need to just stop. But that's what I feel like is part of the problem with with uh, humanity is like we tend not to learn our lesson, you know, like, Oh my God, we're just dumb. dude. It's like, Oh my God. And I read this story. I was going to send it to you, but I thought it was a little too depressing, (laughs) but it was like, it was another one of those like, Oh God, why did you do this? Mm -hmm. It was like a teenager that like, um, died. Let me just, he did like, I think it's like similar to what, you know, kids used to do when we were teenagers Mm -hmm. where you like, it's like a pass out challenge. Oh yeah. Like the choke, the choking challenge. Have you heard of those? I, I don't know if it's exactly how he did it, mm. but it was something like that. And like this mom came up, um, hold on. Oh, uh, pass out challenge. But yeah, his mom came on and he was like talking about him mm. and it was just so, oh, of course it was a challenge on TikTok. Yeah. The pass out challenge. Of course. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this kid, unfortunately he passed away doing something, some sort of a challenge like that. Yeah where he was trying to get high off of, I don't know, mm. not breathing. Oh God. I don't, it's just, it's, it's so sad. It's like, it's like we, we, we talk about these in one light, obviously being like, what the fuck are these people doing? You know, why are you doing this? But on the other side, it's like so sad because like, you know, yes. think about these people's families and stuff, right? Like this guy that died at this gender, the, not even at the gender reveal party, but like building this device, mm-hmm. like he's never going to see his kid grow up. His kid is oh, now so literally going to grow up without, a, without his um, natural, his biological father. Like mm-hmm. the woman, his wife is, you know, going to be like probably devastated, like com- completely yeah. impacted his parents. Like just, there's so many people that are impacted and it's like, you know, from these know. like not smart decisions, you know? And uh, I just wish people would stop. Uh. I know what's wrong with the people. <laughs> oh God. Oh, like these, oh God. any good news this week? Because wow, that was a string of fantastic oh news God, that we just, right. I can see why people are like sending us. Uh, can you talk about something yeah, positive, please? Like, please <laughs> talk about something positive, something nice that's happening. Oh God, maybe every like two, Maybe every like um, other week we need to like do focus on positive stuff. Focus on a po- exactly. Or this is part or of the- each week we'll try to we'll try to do like a positive mm. story, like 
amongst the negative, do, you know? Do you think that, what do you think? Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's a really good idea. And do you think that this is part of the problem though with like even just news in general? Like yes. majority Big of problem. it, like, cause I remember I like, cause I started watching the news again, like a little while ago. Cause I used to actually not watch the news because it started to make me feel depressed. Yeah. And I know it's not like, it's not smart to just like turn away from it. You know what I mean? Cause you should know what's but going on honestly, in the world, but it was like starting to no, really like, yeah. And it was like every day it was like, this is happening. This is happening. And I felt like it was just so much all the time that I actually, for a period of my life, I took a step back and was like, not really watching the day, like the six o'clock news or seven o'clock news or whatever. And did it, did it have an impact on how you felt? Um, in many ways, like I just, I did, but I also didn't know what was going on. Like people would be talking about stories and I would like not necessarily know, like this was a while Mm. ago. And I, I do feel like it kind of made me feel, I don't know, like not necessarily happier, but I just was, I didn't, I was, didn't know what was going on. Right. Like, um, right. And I think, and maybe in some ways, yeah, a little bit happier in a sense, because now when you see the news and stuff, it's just like always so much like mm-hmm. negative shit, like all of this stuff that we're talking about today, like these, like, you know, people that are like getting, you know, on the, on the borderline or practically doing sexually sexual assault in these, oh, you know, God. in these videos you have yeah. like a, somebody killed by a freaking gender reveal. Like, it's just, yeah. it's like, Oh my God, like it is crazy. So I agree. I think we should start putting in some, at least a nice little, like, you know, cause there are or talk about something motivational or something, right? Exactly. Like something to bring us up our spirits a little bit. Exactly. I'll do the motivational speaking. Oh, just well, will you? <laughs> God damn Rose. That's that coming from I'll you. I'll be the positive light. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Since when does that happen? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We'll take turns, Daniel. Okay. Yeah. Each week we'll take turns being the grumpy one mm. and the positive one. It's like a regular lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> each week guys, we like, we basically, yeah, this is literally what we do each week. Mm-hmm. One of us is feeling, you know, down in the dumps yeah, and the other one's like, it's okay. Yeah. And then the next week it's like, it switches. Exactly. <laughs> and you know what I'm going to start doing, which I did when we were, we were talking about this the other day and like Rose was texting me and she's like, Oh, you know, I'm, I can't remember what happened. You're like, Oh, I'm just kind of feeling some kind of way or something. And then I was like messaged. And I was like, it's okay. It's your turn to take a selfish. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yes. yes. From uh, Shit's <laughs> Creek. Cause I just love that. Like, um, Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think I've got to that point oh, yet. Oh, you not? Oh my God. It, Maybe I have. I don't you, know. You Maybe might I have, you it. might have missed that. Cause there's so many golden, right. golden lines in Shit's Creek. Um, right. but and that's, that's a positive to leave you guys with. Honestly, watch Shit's Creek. It's like such a feel good yes. like show. Um, but one of the, one of the lines is between, um, David and his sister, Alexis. And, yeah. um, Alexis is asking David to do something for, for her. I can't remember exactly how it goes. And then she's, then he's like, well, no, like she, he's like, no, you need to do this for me. And he's like, it's my turn to take a selfish. Oh, and she's like, what I do you, it. what do you mean? Like, he's like, you took a selfish. Do you not remember the last time you took a selfish? And she's like, no, I don't. <laughs> it's like that time I had to rescue you from that, like Prince of Saudi Arabia or oh, something. I, think I, may, I may have seen that. Yeah. Part. And I just, how did I miss it? I just loved it. Cause I was like, it's so like, it's so, it's so good. Yeah. It's so like true though, too. Sometimes you're just like, you know what? Yeah. I need to take a selfish today. So, yeah. well, it's like that, you know, that meme that I love that I sent you and it's basically like this woman, it's like a cartoon. I think it was on New York magazine, like the Instagram page. Mm. And there's woman, there's a woman sit like laying down on the couch, just looking miserable. <laughs> and then there's a woman that's like coming into the room and she's standing. And then like, um, and the girl on the couch is like, no, today is my turn to be, um, miserable and, uh, <laughs> like hopeless or something <laughs> Thursday. No, no. It's like, today's my turn to be miserable and hopeless. Yeah. You get Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm like, this is so fantastic. I love it. I love it so much. Honestly, <laughs> one person at a time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We all get our, we all get our moments. Um, well, I stopped watching and listening to, um, true crime content as of today. Did you? I will stop today. Yeah. I've decided that I don't think it's actually, you're right. It's not helping my mental <laughs> no, health. This is- <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God. I think it actually is. Like, the thing is though, it's crazy because it's not like I'm thinking about these things. Yeah. Like it's like, it almost is like subconsciously. I feel like I'm just like n- in a negative headspace. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't know if that's what it is, but yeah. I'm going to test it out. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know if that's what it is, but I think yeah. I honestly think it is because, because what happened was I became like really addicted to watching those forensic mm-hmm. files or whatever it was, it was on Netflix. Yeah. And, um, and not just that, but I was watching a few other series that were really dark, you know, about like murder, right. murder mysteries and everything. And I watched them and it was like a period of time and I watched them quite a lot. You know, I was like watching them yeah. and again, like I'm a pretty positive, like friendly, optimistic kind of person. Right. But I did, yeah. I did feel like they were, because I guess subconsciously, like your brain is getting stimulated by certain things, right? And I think this negative emotion, exactly this emotion, potentially, this, exactly. And I think it does have an impact on you overall. So I think they're interesting to watch, and I think there's a time and a place. And I'm never going to stop watching them because I do find mm-hmm. sometimes a new series comes out and I'll watch it, and it will like rock, like not rock my world, but like you know really impact me. But I think that I'm just going to be really careful. It's like one of those things where I just like don't. I would just say try not to do it too often because I feel like it can make your, yeah, it can definitely impact your headspace. I really think that's true. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, see, like I'm going to try it out yeah. and see how it is because I've been like, yeah, it's it's it hasn't been good. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's good. And yeah, that's what it is. It's the, the, I think the reason why I thought it was fine is because it's not like, again, it's not like I was having thoughts about people coming in and murdering me of course. or, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but it's just overall just the mood. I'm just exactly. like, I feel like I'm just not feeling it. And yeah. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to stop this yeah. and start, you know, watching some happy, positive stuff, <laughs> exactly. you know, this is what you should do. You and know? then once I'll bury my head in the sand <laughs> and see what happens. Yeah. But then once in a while, like sprinkle in some, you know what I mean? But like, it's just like, if you start doing it too much where it's like, yeah. that becomes a focus it like, I, at least for me. And I think that was a yeah. huge thing is, and it's, there's something wrong too about, I feel like there's something just maybe not morally wrong, but like just a little wrong about finding this entertaining. Like I was like actually having a moral debate with myself being like, it is a bit weird and a little bit like, it's just a little wrong that we find this Mm. to be entertainment. But I don't know if it's necessarily entertainment. It's more of that shock factor. But it is. And it's more of Yeah, but that's entertainment. Yeah, true. Like why are we consuming that content? For what reason? Education? Are we consuming maybe a little bit, Yeah. but we're consuming it because we find it interesting or and like we a, find yeah, it fascinating. Yeah, fascinating. Yeah. So it is entertainment. Yeah, that's Just because it's not for fun entertainment doesn't mean it's not entertainment. It's entertainment. But why? So, so my question to you would be, and I would put this out to the audience as well, which is kind of a dark and morbid question. Why are, because because a lot of people, I know I'm not, me and you aren't mm-hmm. the only people, a lot oh, of sure. people find yeah. this kind of content very, very interesting and intriguing, right? Yeah. So why is that? That's the question that I'm putting out to the audience today. I don't know. And I'm saying, guys, why is it that we, you know, we do sometimes, well, not sometimes, we find these stories about these serial killers or these like things like that are so out of this world. We get drawn in. Why? I don't know. Yeah, guys, answer that because I don't know the answer. It's It's really fucked up. I know, it's kind of crazy. And there's real victims in these in these situations. And I think that's another problem is like, yeah. there's real people. And like, I think I would hate it if like something happened to somebody that I really cared about. And then it was talked about so much as if it was entertainment. You know what I yeah. mean? So well, that's well, another thing is, that I was like, 
you know, they always, they always say this is the pro- part of the problem with these like serial, ki- well, not just serial killers, but like these, these types of crimes is that mm-hmm. quite, quite often the, the, the perpetrator gets like, um, what's the word? Notoriety. Yes, exactly. From the yes. event and not and they the get victims. like pleasure from exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, in some way that's the thing, right? Cause like if you're talking about the victims, I think you can talk about the victims, but when you're talking so deeply about the crime and what happened, mm. you are giving that criminal, you know, that kind of notoriety in yeah. a way. And, um, that's also fucked up, you know? Yeah. It's be, it'd be all know. kinds of fucked up. Goddamn. So I'm going to, I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit cold Turkey with the, yeah. <laughs> uh, with the true crime content. I'll let mm-hmm. you know how it goes. Yep. Keep us posted uh, in the next yeah. episode. <laughs> <I will. laughs> see if you're in a better mental headspace, feeling, feeling, you know, all Let's kinds see. of ways. We'll see how many jobs I take at Daniel next week. Yeah. If, there, if there's less, if <laughs> actually, no, if there's less, that means that I'm in a dark headspace. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My normal happy headspace is taking jabs at Daniel. Mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. This be true as hell. And on that positive note, guys, <laughs> thank you. Thank you guys so much. Sorry, Daniel, you can do the outro. Okay. Thank you, Rose. Thank you guys <laughs> so much for tuning into this uh, dark and twisted episode of the Savage Podcast. <laughs> um, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to give us a thumbs up and subscribe if you're not already following the channel. Um, if you are listening on your favorite podcast device, um, click... Device? Yeah. Is there a podcast device, uh, Sorry, not podcast device. I didn't, I didn't but, know there was a podcast yeah. device. Well, you mean the telephone? Yeah. <laughs> your pod, if, like, if you're listening on your favorite podcast app, uh, be sure to follow us. Um, and then you get updated when there's new episodes coming out. And, of course, uh, check out our growing Patreon family, guys. Woo-hoo! where we post Guys, the- our Patreon family. Yeah. It's fucking growing. It is. It's it's so exciting. We post episodes a week early. Um, All the episodes are ad-free on Patreon. And also we have a monthly exclusive episode. We did a really fun one for February. It was mine and Rose's top five things. So movies, places, (laughs) that kind of stuff. And we got lots more exciting um, content coming to the Patreon exclusives, the monthly ones. We're going to so. do a drunken episode for March. We are, yes. Aren't we, so, Daniel? Yeah, we are. To so c- you to better celebrate. join us there. Yeah. Anyway, thanks again so much for listening, guys, and have an amazing week. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening.